What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast, presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones. Week 5 of the quarantine, I think we're going on here. But we're back with another episode, and right off the bat, we got some uh, big news today in the NFL world. Rob Gronkowski coming out of retirement, gets a trade from the Pats to the Bucks. He's reuniting with Tom Brady. What do you guys think is going to come of this? I mean, was he was he retiring from football or did he retire from playing for Belichick? What do you think? What do, what do we think happened here? I mean, I to was, come back that quickly. I was saying, yeah, that like this is kind of a, a slight at the Patriots and Belichick. It, you know, people aren't seeing it that way, but the dude came back out of retirement and demanded a trade from the Patriots the second he could, like within a week of being able to do that. So, I mean, it it's certainly not a good look for the Patriots. I totally get it, and it could be could have nothing to do with that, and it could just genuinely be this is when I felt I was ready. Kind of works out timing-wise. It's convenient. Florida's probably a little better in the winter than New England. I'm getting older. Why not? Let's make it happen. But it's, you know, the flip side is that, yeah, it's a bad look. He came out and, and came back as soon as he could when that situation changed. Well, not to be a loser, but how? So, how fun is the Patriot way? Then it makes you think. I mean, Tom Brady, he won six. What did Gronk win? Two or three? Three? I mean, no one could has done more winning at their positions than these guys. They've they've won so. I mean, what's one more with New England? I mean, you'd rather go out and you know kind of enjoy the process. I mean, I'm sure Brady says he does, but there's no way. He, there's a reason why he left, and we well, know that that he, he he's sick and tired of Belichick shit. Well, that yeah, exactly. The Patriot Way. If it wasn't for the winning, the Patriot Way would be like a human Terrible. rights violation. Yeah. Like, no one wants to. <laughs> no one wants to be like uh, exposed to that type of environment. Why would <laughs> no? You know, the Patriot Way is only the Patriot Way because they it's win. Been working for twenty years. Yeah. Like this season will really be telling of if that can work going forward or not. Like, it, it works so well, I feel like, because the obvious leader on the team was also so invested to that, and they carried such a similar attitude about everything, Belichick and Brady, that it's like, how we'll see if that continues going forward. Because obviously, when you're playing with a guy like Tom Brady, like he, he runs that locker room. Like, every yeah, single guy it. in there, whatever he says, goes. like that, Without question. So it's like... I wonder how that's going to be now that, I mean, you lose other, like, leaders on the team. You lose, like, Kyle Van Noy been there for years, probably one of our best defensive players. You have a young quarterback now and Brian Hoyer, who's been in and out of the organization. But, I mean, you don't – I don't see any obvious leader. Uh, maybe Edelman, but, like, even at that, like, okay. He's still, like, yeah, he's still, like, an aging slot receiver. Edelman. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Probably like, Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah, but yeah, even Gilmore. Probably, what's Gilmore been there? Three years? Two? This will be yeah. a, this will be a third year. Like, yeah, you have like Jason McCourty and stuff. Yeah, McCourty. Yeah, you need the team to buy in, and like you're saying with Brady, it was you know Brady and 
you know, Brady followed suit. Uh, the big, we have no clue what Sidham is. That's he could be the greatest thing we've ever seen, or he could be absolutely be Nathan Peterman. I have no clue. I I don't know anyone that knows what he is. I don't Everything think he's as saw of him. I mean, he came in and just like immediately threw an interception, and I'm no, pretty I sure it's like wasn't it a pick six too? <laughs> yeah, he like came in and just like dropped the pick six, and right, Belichick was like. All right, Tommy, I need to get back out there. Maybe maybe they should trade him to Tampa, too. I mean, Tampa's definitely looking for a guy to throw a bunch of picks. They lost that this yeah. offseason. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be, they, they've got about 30 interceptions to make up for. Yeah, where are those picks going to come from? Brady's only good for 8, eight to 10. Yeah. Well, maybe. I feel like he'll probably throw more picks this year because he's going to have Evans and Godwin and, like, He's gonna be throwing the deep ball more, and I like, think it's twelve and a half. Really, I take the over. I yeah. bet he throws fifteen. Yeah, I, I think that's that's not a bad he, guess. But now he's got Gronk. If Gronk can come out, I mean, he what he lost like twenty, thirty pounds. He's real lean now. He seems like he's in like his his body's cooperating with him better than ever now that he's had some time off. What if he comes back and he's just like. The threat he was before running a seam route, and then all of a sudden this Bucks offense is the best thing we've ever seen. Because if they if they're forced to double him, if they're forced to double Gronk, you're gonna have someone open on that offense. Like there's gonna think, be. I don't view it that way. I don't view him much. I view him as mainly a blocker. I don't view him mainly as a pass catcher. Yeah, to be honest. I, I mean, people forget Gronk's last season was not that great. He played. Uh, he played. Yeah, thir- no, he literally. He, he missed a couple block. games, but he played thirteen games, and he only had six hundred eighty-two yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. Athletically, you have Godwin. You have Godwin and Evans. They're you know they're definitely more receiving threats. And then OJ Howard, if the you know, I assume he's going to be traded. If OJ Howard's on the team, I don't see Gronk barely doing more than three or four hundred yards of receiving. Maybe that's a little. Uh, may- not more than four or five hundred. Um, you know, I just, they need to, their biggest weakness is protecting Brady and, or the quarterback, I guess, and then running the ball. Those are their weaknesses on offense right now. We know they yeah. can throw it, We know, you know, so, um, it really, it, you know, he's like a six lineman out there. Um, he's going to need a, to be because Brady, I mean, even Brady at his best, that's how you always beat him is you get pressure on him. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> they're really hoping they get a tackle. If they get a tackle, they're looking... They're looking like they could win 11, 12 games, possibly. I mean, depending on how the defense holds up. But um, it, it matters a lot that they get a tackle. Maybe Mekhi Becton falls to them. But, um, yeah, I'm not – I mean, it, it, he obviously can do both. He can receive – you know, I'm sure I'm sure his biggest asset would probably be in the red zone. Well, Sully, it's funny that you um, say that you hope the Bucks, um the Bucks hope they can get a tackle because in our mock draft that we're about to go through, they took a tackle at number fourteen. So let's uh, let's let's get into that. We uh, we did a mock draft for the first round of this year's draft. We each uh, we each took about ten. 10, 11 teams. Um, ten, eleven teams, and uh, we made picks. So uh, we're gonna go through that just through our uh, first round mock draft here. Talk about that a little bit and uh, see what you guys think. So. First pick for the Bengals, we had the obvious one here, Joe Burrow. I don't think anyone needs to say anything about that. That's pretty much, unless we said last week, like he pulls an Eli and says, I'm not fucking playing for them. He's going to be on the Bengals. 
But at two, another pretty obvious one. We got the Redskins going with the edge rusher, Chase Young, from Ohio State. Who's uh, This was uh, Sully. What, it, what, what, what made you go with Chase there, aside from the obvious? Um, I mean, he's he's a can't-miss prospect, it, it sure seems like. Um, you know, he's 6'5", 260. He got a 99 grade from, who was it, McMillan? Someone someone important. The only other 99s were, like, Andrew Luck, Saquon Barkley. Um, forgetting the other two, but absolute can't-miss prospects. You know, uh, Joey Bosa, he was... He had questions at times. People were like, "He's a little overrated." People thought that was out. people thought that was a reach at three when they took him. Yeah, I, with two I that or two, out. yeah, two, right? <laughs> I I the thought it was three, three but yeah. maybe yeah. So people were, you know, it wasn't fully, you know, there were some people. It was <clears throat> there was people mainstream and ESPN whatever saying his effort questionable takes plays off. Uh, you know, talking about his arm length and shit. Yeah, arm length, you know, some stuff like that. Chase Young, there's no, there's no questions. The only reason Chase Young isn't being discussed at the first round pick is the last three games when he came back from the suspension. Well, the suspension missing games, where there was two games, and then I think it was two, and then and then he came back, and then he didn't play great the last three games for whatever whatever reason. If there was, he was, you know, he's been wasn't playing for the last couple weeks, but. He didn't finish strong. Um, if he would have finished strong with like a three sack game, he absolutely would have been considered for the first pick, or could have been traded, you know. But he could have been the first. He could have been the first in the discussion for the first pick. I mean, you just can't pick fuck it up if you're the Redskins. I mean, if you're the Redskins, you have a uh, the most underrated player in the league for the last decade in Ryan Kerrigan on one side, and now you're gonna have Chase Young. You're gonna be able to get a, get to the quarterback. I'm pretty sure their their D line is like all first rounders, or their seven their front seven is all first round. There's something they crazy have like that. Like an underrated sneaky defense. I mean, they they it's not it's not a lead or anything, but this will certainly make it much more formidable. They got Terry McLaurin, a very talented receiver. Haskins, not a Haskins guy, but we'll see. We haven't seen enough, I don't think. I mean, so many great quarterbacks have had bad uh, first years. It's hard to. I mean, people are on and off with Goff, but. You know, Goff had great years after a bad rookie year. We know the Peyton Manning story, but uh, you know the Redskins. If they if they won, when or when they pick him, they're gonna have some cornerstones to build. And Darius Geis is gonna come back this year, healthy. Hopefully, could have the running back for the future behind AP. I mean, I'm not, but it's better than where they were for sure. So that's the pick. Yeah, they. they I've read the other day that they say they say uh, pass rusher, edge rusher is the most instantly translatable position from college to the NFL. Like if you're you're if you're a monster in college, edge rusher, edge rusher, you're just you're gonna be good in the NFL. And that's yeah, just they're... think about every edge rusher that's been the first like pass rusher off the board in the last like ten drafts. They're all good. I went yeah. through the list the other day, but it's like every single one is good, you know, from Miles Garrett to, um, Bosa. I, yeah, Bosa, I, the worst Mac, one, a little Mac, or... yeah, the worst one was Dante Fowler Jr. And he's, and he's still, like now, and he's now pretty good. Yeah. I mean, only if you're the Jets and you draft like Quentin Couples, I don't even know if he was the first off the board, was he? But yeah, he, he was, was he, we I... took him with the sixth pick, I believe. So he's, he's one of the rare, I mean. There's positions like corner where it doesn't always translate. Wide receiver, there's there's a lot of buses wide receivers I've seen. I looked at the list of first round. There's a lot of 
busts, but yeah, D. I mean, D end is you're pretty good with D end. I mean, it's granted the tackles are obviously better in the in the NFL for sure, but um, if you have if you have a good move, if you have good quickness off off the line, I don't know when was Dwight Freeney taken. I think pretty early. He was like one of those guys that was like Chase Young in college. Like, oh, he's a fucking monster. Yeah. And then he. And yeah, then, yeah. and then, guess what? He was a fucking monster. He was in the a NFL. monster. Yeah. So it's just it's it makes sense because also when you look guys like Chase Young and like Miles Garrett, they're they're bigger than the linemen when they're in college. Like they're bigger than the NFL linemen when they're in college. So they're not like it's not like you know it's one of those like yeah as they get grow and get bigger and you know fill out their bodies for the NFL game like nah they're already bigger than the left tackles they're going against you know. So, because those guys are just freaks. So mm-hmm. it's the same, you know, what is Miles Garrett's like six six or six eight six <laughs> six six or six five two two sixty two eighty something like that. Was yeah. he? He was reinstated, right? Yes. Right. I, I think, think so. Yes, I think he yes, was. Yes. He was. yes. Yeah. That was wild. I did not agree with it, but he was. <laughs> that was crazy when he cracked Mason Rudolph with the helmet. And I mean, Mason there's Rudolph there's still quote unquote unknowns from it but i think yeah. i know all i need to know about it yeah i, I don't want to think... hear about that also we're gonna get but it's gonna be a storyline when they play yes well when mason rudolph's the third string quarterback you mean yeah yep uh for sure um <laughs> <laughs> all right let's, yeah, so let's go on to let's number, go uh... yeah yeah. All right. So third, the Lions. We had them taking uh, Jeff Okuda from Ohio State, the cornerback. Um, this is one of my picks. I just think you know they have Jerron Harmon coming in as safety from New England. That's a huge addition for their defense. They've already got Desmond Trufant. This guy's quick. He's athletic. I think he's like uh, what? He's like six feet, six one, like two hundred pounds. Like he's quick. He's just an athletic corner. I think he would be great. I think he ran a four four six or four four eight forty. Yeah, people. Uh, I mean, people are talking he's, about he, he's quick. He's athletic. I just think, what else do you want in a corner? Yeah, you're talking about they like lost Slay. they lost Slay, so they want to replace him for cheap. Yeah, for right. for yeah, long term. Need another. They need another top corner. You so. know, one without the diva. Yeah. 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 He. The people are talking about him like a, a, a can't miss prospect. You don't hear that often with corner, but like that's what they're saying about him. Not that we haven't heard that before, and it necessarily hasn't panned out, but he's he's getting that type of talk. The Lions yeah, have so many be. holes, though. They could. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions went uh, Simmons here either, even though everything is pointing to Okuda. It wouldn't shock me. Although there, were, there was rumors today I saw when well, you guys sent it that they're in love with Derek Brown. They like him really? a lot. Yeah, they, 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 that's a potential. They could take him or they could trade back with the team. They're, I know they're they're open to shopping the third pick. They are open to shopping it. I oh, think that's... Imagine, that's the, I guess the Chargers. The Chargers jumping at that. They'd probably still be able to get Brown at six. The Chargers could move up. They could snag Tua. Well, the both, yeah, both the Giants and Lions, their preferred move is to trade with the Dolphins or Chargers and mm-hmm. and pick up an extra second or third rounder. Uh so that they they're good. that's definitely their their first option. 
But if you know if that doesn't happen, then Okuda's kind of got to be because they can get the same player. Giants, will, if you're at now six, and the, the Giants will have the same options they had at at four. Oh yeah, for sure. Because the Dolphins are taking whatever quarterbacks left. The Chargers are taking a quarterback, so they're not going to take either Okuda or Simmons or you know. Do you think there's a chance? Brown. Do you think there's a chance the Dolphins don't take a quarterback at five? Maybe because they got like Rosen. It. Maybe maybe they give maybe they give Rosen a chance to play out and see I how that goes. I need that from Josh Rosen. I, I've seen all yeah, I, I mean, need to. I uh, I agree, but you know, I love them out of Dolphins. college. But like they're gonna if if the Chargers trade up to three or four with the Dolphins or Giants, then and they let's say Miami's super freaked out about Tua's injuries and. And the Chargers I've take heard, Herbert. I've heard a lot of things that they're not going to take him. You see, I Nick mean, Nick Saban like kind of came out today and threw a little like shade at the Dolphins because he he referenced when he was with the Dolphins and and passed up on signing Drew Brees for Dante Culpepper, uh, and he's like, <laughs> and he he said something like, "Yeah, don't for any teams like thinking about drafting him." You know, it's kind of like when the Dolphins didn't sign Drew Brees, like not, not one, not saying that it was like specifically talking to the Dolphins and two failing to mention that he was the one that was the decision maker when that happened. Yeah. So it's kind of a little bit of a power move on Saban's part to just say that and not have the gall to yeah. <laughs> kind of to hear <laughs> Albert Breer said he can't find anyone who thinks Miami is taking Tua. Wow. I don't know. Well, yeah. Who is Albert Breer? Is he... He's uh he's someone. He's I can't he might he might oh, be NFL person, network. That's good to know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's he's legitimate. Yeah, he's legit. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I just saw on one of the counts. So, you know, I've always thought it's been a little smoke and mirrors that they're not going to take him. What I don't see them taking Herbert. I I don't see if they don't if I'm a Jet fan, I'm thrilled if they take Herbert at 5. Not that Herbert's going to be bad, but if you're and, a Jet fan, yeah, his ceiling is somewhat. Yeah, his ceiling is high, I guess you could say, but it's it's nothing compared to Herbert. Doesn't compare to Burrow or Tua to me. It, what, it's not the same category. What do the Jets have to do with this? Uh, just in my <laughs> as a as a division opponent. As a division oh, opponent, okay, I'm okay. Rather them take, I'm rathering them take. If they take Her- Herbert, I'm I'm clapping. I'm jumping up and down because the Dolphins are in a really good rebuild situation right now. They had a lot of talent. They're going to be in a possible rebuild and win at the same time situation. That's very rare. Yeah. In the NFL. I mean, you so. see the you see the uh, report. It's got to be smokescreen, but the it's been a few reports about the Giants yeah. with who, Herbert. Yeah, it's absolute horseshit, and no, and I I heard no one's buy, buy, buying it right now. Yeah, Daniel Jones why would they? Yeah, Daniel Jones is obviously Daniel your Jones guy. had a very good rookie season, all things considered. Not to say that he's going to be a top ten quarterback. Not to say, but. As of what we saw right now, we have to believe he's a franchise starting quarterback. If yeah. they had Dwayne Haskins, if Dwayne Haskins was who they had and he played as poorly as he did on the Redskins, that's a different story. I think they'd take Herbert potentially, but he's not. He Haskins can't shine his shoes, and I much prefer Jones over Haskins as a NFL quarterback. And and hats off to Gettleman for uh, having that because really no one had that. I don't. No one had Haskins over. No, everyone had Haskins. No one really had Daniel Jones, you know, three, four-year starter out of Duke 
over Haskins. Everyone liked Haskins. So uh, Gettleman's good at the top of the first round. They could take Werfs. They could take Werfs. Or, you know, I think I think like what we wrote is right, though. Isaiah Simmons, I think, is the yeah. talent. They- uh, that's, that's pretty much what I went with. I mean, the, the pick's Isaiah Simmons, but... I just said, you know, we have a obviously the Giants have a huge needed offensive tackle, and it'll be a consideration. But at the end of the day, Simmons is too special of a prospect. Uh, he literally played every position on the defense last year at Clemson, besides I think yeah. nose tackle, like talking yeah. nickel corner, outside corner, both safety spots, all three linebacker positions, and edge, edge rusher. He had snaps at every single one. I'm not talking like three snaps. Like I think nickel corner was the lowest, and it was like 50 snaps. Wow. Yeah, he, he's – you need talent. That defense doesn't have a ton of talent. You know, they got uh, Blake Martinez, who knows how long-term that is, and they got, you know, uh, Bear – what's his name again? Corner. Oh, uh, James Bradbury. James Bradbury's very solid. Jabril Peppers is good, too. He had a very solid year last year. But he's not like you know he's a he's a pretty yeah. one dimensional player. He just does what he does very well. Yeah, but um, what's his name? The pass rusher still a free agent, I believe. Gold, Marks Golden. Yeah, yeah. I think so, the, the, the draft will depend on what he does. I think he was just expecting to go out and get like a monster deal because he had you know ten and a half, eleven sacks last year, and, yeah. it, and it just didn't happen. I don't and, think. I think most teams don't think he'll replicate that performance. Yeah, that's fair. You know. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, I know Gettleman was against it, but I wouldn't rule out uh, a cheap deal back to the Giants post draft if if certain things if they don't get. I think a lot of players yeah. like Clowney. I think will eventually sign. I think after. I think a lot of players once teams know their needs. Uh, teams have holes now. They're gonna have less holes after the draft, and they're gonna be able to more finally, uh, you know, figure out where they need to clog the holes and say, you know, this is. This is what we need. Like the Titans, I think the Titans are going to get Clowney at the end of the day, but depending we'll on what they do, if they get a pass rusher or not. But uh, where are we up to? What we're are we at to? the Dolphins at uh, five. Yeah, we're at Dolphins. We kind of just talked about that, you know. Tua, yeah. um, what, what? I mean, that's the thing. What are they going to do if they don't get him? They're going to go Herbert, I guess. But if they don't go, <clears throat> if they don't go Herbert, who, who, who? If they don't go quarterback, who would they get? Who go for? They would probably go for a. Um, I guess they could go for Derek Brown if he's there. Probably go for yeah. They probably go for a tackle. Yeah, they'll go for a tackle. They need a tackle more than more yeah. than that. If they yeah, didn't they, need a quarterback, a tackle would be their number one need. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and I don't see that. I don't see that. Uh, the top tackle in this. I mean, there's no top tackle in this class. You know. So, at the same tackle you could get it. Uh, same caliber tackle you get at 10, 11, maybe 14. Taking that at 5 rather than a franchise-level quarterback, I'm going to take the franchise-level quarterback. Well, they do have – they do have – they would have their pick of tackles at 5, assuming the Giants take Simmons. They would, but the thing is – the thing is, Makai bet – I hear Tristan Wirfs is more of a project than people think, and he's the top rated by, by many. I hear – I hear he still has a lot of work to do from what I, with footwork and everything. Makai Becton has this failed drug test. Mel Kuyper says it's not a big deal. Sure, it could make him fall a little bit, but he's a, he's an absolute monster and physical beast. He still needs work. Probably the most polished ones right now is it's probably either Jedrick Willis or Andrew Thomas are the most polished, not to say that they have the highest ceiling. So there's, there's so much wiggle room, right? There's yeah. so much. No one's absolutely a can't miss. 
guy. So having your pick of the four to me isn't that great. I'd rather, you know, I mean, sure, someone's gonna love, everyone's gonna love someone else right now with these guys. I'd rather be in a position like, you know, the back end like the Bucks or the Jets and be like, oh, or the, you know, one of the like, oh, we got one of them and like we like him. Awesome, we'll take him, and he might just be just as good as anyone else that we have. Yeah, that's that true. Was taken, so yeah, I you saw- know, if they would do that, you know. You trade back a few a few picks at least and pick up a second. And they have what? They have two other first rounders. Yeah, I'd be very shocked if they didn't yeah. go for a quarterback. And I still do think it's Tua, but could be Herbert, I guess. To me, but like I, pretty, I oh, go ahead, Dave. no, I saw like to, talking about the O lineman, like Worfson and uh, Becton clearly had like the two best combines. But I saw stats for Wills had. He had allowed one quarterback sack in 985 or something uh, pass blocking attempts, pass yeah. blocking plays. He's, he's, like, he's really insane. he's really solid. And uh, and Andrew Thomas hadn't allowed more than two quarterback pressures, not sacks, pressures in two and a half years as a starter at Georgia. Yeah. It's all, it's all, I mean, to me, it's just those, like I'm. I want the guy that I've seen do it on like that's so much more impressive than a than a combine to me. And those are the guys that are, for the most part, ranked third and fourth out of the four. Yeah, and they're and they're also playing in the toughest division, or toughest yeah. conference. Hey, if yeah. I have anyone, if I want, if I could have anyone, I'm picking Jedrick Willis. That's who I want. Yeah, I mean that he would probably be my pick now too. I, would, I, I don't think I would have said that a week ago. But the Jets have, and if the Jets can get, if Jedrick Willis is on the board, I'm going to be jumping and screaming. Even if Judy's on the board, I want, I will be jumping and screaming if we get him. We rebuild that line like we did with Mawai and Ferguson, Kevin Mawai. We had Kevin. Well, we have Kevin Mawai, and then we had Nick Mangold, and then we had DeBrickshaw Ferguson with Mangold. Like that's how you build a team. And uh, I get a little ahead of myself, but <laughs> yeah. So at six. We have uh, the Chargers taking Justin Herbert. I mean, unless they trade up like we were talking about before to maybe get Tua at um, three or four if they trade with the Giants or the um, the Giants or the Lions, they're they're gonna get whatever quarterback's left, and it looks like it's gonna be Herbert. So I mean, not not a not a bad deal at all though. I mean, he went he had a thirty-two to six TD to interception ratio last year, threw for like thirty-five hundred yards. They're in the I same mean, position as the Dolphins, like. What if they really don't want to, or they really don't like Herbert? You know, like what if they, they're just completely right, out yeah, on one yeah, of the guys? Yeah. Like they, there's a chance they go something different than than quarterback at six, or maybe they trade back because they don't want you know they want the guy that's in the twelve. Range. Someone's gonna want Herbert or Tua. Exactly. So if they don't want that guy, then I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers traded back. Trade back and maybe take like a. Yeah, I don't know. Someone like like they Jordan need Jordan Love or yeah, even that like that could be a, an they're option dra- for them. Yeah, they're drafted a quarterback. I mean, they they are. Yeah, could you... be Love later. I'm know? not taking Love at six though. Oh yeah, no. Unless you're Todd, Todd McShay. Yeah, unless you're Todd McShay. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> but yeah, that one like we know. So they're gonna take quarterback unless. Any of those situations play out. But then at seven, we had the Panthers taking Derek Brown, the defensive tackle from Auburn. 
I thought I, that was on me. I thought th I thought this was like the easiest slam dunk pick if he's on the board. The Panthers yeah. had the, they had the worst run defense in the NFL. He's the best interior lineman in the draft by far. Best run defender. Uh, they lost ever. They lost like four defensive starters. I think. Uh, including Keekley and Gerald McCoy, both interior yeah. run defenders. So Derek Brown's the pick here. I would be absolutely stunned if they picked anyone else if he was on the board. And then Sully went with Tristan Wirfs uh, for the Cardinals at eight. Sully. Yeah, I mean it. It just it just seems that the Cardinals are definitely need someone to protect Kyler Murray. Um, they have their franchise quarterback. Obviously, played very well. They have their running back in Kenyon Drake set the world on fire last few games, and they have the star receiver. They have Larry Fitzgerald to go with Hopkins. They have Kirk. They have a really nice, sexy offense, but the only thing that ruins a sexy offense is the Cleveland Browns. What is it? Uh, terrible. Odell Beckham Jr. Line. Odell Beckham Jr. or a terrible offensive line. And the Cardinals have a terrible offensive line. They're going to want to go lineman. It's just which one do they want. Uh, I could, I could, from what I hear, they like Werfs the best. Uh, Becton with the failed drug test. I doubt they would take him. So, um, Worfs is still a little bit of a project, but he's got the great accolades and he's got the great potential. Like Dave was saying, I think they're going to go Worfs. He seems to be, if there was a consensus favorite amongst the tackles, even though a lot of people have different favorite tackles, it's probably Worfs, um, based on potential and stuff. But I, I think Worfs is, is going to go there, whether it's right or wrong will be yet to be seen, but. And then uh, at nine, we had the Jags taking uh, Javon Kinlaw, the D-tackle out of South Carolina. I mean, the Jags, they need to rebuild that defense. They had the best defense in the league, what, three seasons ago? And I think then, now, no more rant. Two seasons ago, no? Yeah, it might have been. No, it was three. three. It was three. It was three. Because it was, yeah, well, yeah, because the Pats lost that. It year was 20, it was 2017. Two yeah, years yeah. ago, they still had a good, de really good defense. So, and last year, it was, like, bad. Yeah, right, so yeah, the decline. They've been on the decline. They need yeah. to rebuild. I mean, their they're D tackles right they're now. They're gonna get rid of Yannick and Gakwe. He's like literally chirping at the owner and the owner's son and like calling him out, and like he <laughs> just looks like an idiot. Yeah, they're 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 in total disarray right now. They need they're to rebuild hard. that defense. I mean, Minshew is pretty good. Minshew went out there and Minshew's had probably one of, good. he went out there and had one of the better rookie seasons last year or in the of anyone in the past few years. I mean, he's he's gonna do well there. The offense no is gonna be pretty end, good. No, no house household name wide receiver. Chark had a great year. I know DJ Chark yeah. had a great year. D.D. Westbrook isn't bad. They cut Marquise Lee, which is interesting because he's had some good 700, 800 yeah. yards receiving. And he's like, but he's he was like kind of the odd man healthy. out last year. Yeah, that's where Chark came you in Didi, so hot. You have Chark, and then Conley came up. And I was never a Conley guy because he didn't do great with Mahomes. But Conley, he played well last year. He had some big plays. He had a few touchdowns. Um, so they don't really have a place for Lee. So, do, so does cutting him equate to taking Jerry Judy? I don't know. But I see a lot of people having him take Jerry Judy. They might want to give you know, Minshew that legit number one, and then Chalk as your number two looks great, and then DD as a three, it, you know, it definitely looks like a better offense. And they're shopping Leonard Fournette, so it's so many moving parts, it's it's hard to guess what they're going to do, but what we I would think they're Judy or, or Kinlaw. Yeah. yeah. Kinlaw. And then uh, at 10, we had the Browns taking Mekhi Becton, uh, the offensive tackle out of Louisville. 
Yeah, I figured, you know, failed drug tests. He's he's already coming into the league disappointing, <laughs> so he might as well join Cleveland in their disappointment. Uh, but no, they, they need a left tackle bad. Uh, it was... Greg Robinson was uh, mediocre at best last year, although he did improve from what he used to be. But uh, yeah, it's, they need they need a tackle to pair with Conklin on the right. Uh, so Becton Becton's the play here. His his upside's there. And then Sully, your boys, uh, the Jets at eleven taking Jedrick Wills Jr. Out yeah, of Alabama. like I said, I'd be thrilled if he's there. He might, and, you know, it all kind of. Really, I think the main piece is the Giants. What they do if they take if they take a tackle at four, or if anyone takes a tackle at four, they might not get the pick of the litter. They might get the fourth. They might get Makai Becton if he falls. Drug test. There's a lot of you know unknowns here. I'm pretty confident they will get a tackle. Um, Jedrick Willis is. I think it's definitely possible. Jedrick Willis could be. I mean, like Dave said. I mean, it'd be very Brown like to take Makai Becton. Mel Kiper said it shouldn't be an issue. With him falling, so you know he, you know, I think there's a good chance Jedrick Wills is going to be there. The Giants take Isaiah Simmons, and we're operating like we're pretty confident they're going to take Isaiah Simmons. So mm-hmm. uh, I'd love, I'd love it. They would absolutely retool the whole line. You know, bringing in we had one, we have one project in George Fant with the Seahawks, who's a work in progress. So we need that other tackle position solidified. Um, to go with, obviously, McGovern is the new, our new center, and we couldn't snap the ball last year. It was pathetic. And then we got uh, Van Roten from the very solid player from the uh, Panthers. So, And then we re-signed Alex Lewis. So we could really have, I don't want to say a great line, but a very respectable, decent, and you know, with potential room to grow with this tackle and fan. So you know, the Jets have had, I think they had the second worst line last year, second or third worst line. Donald didn't have time. We don't know what Donald really is, as, as scary as it sounds. We really don't know what Donald is because he hasn't had weapons or he hasn't had, you know, protection. He really, we don't, I'm not sold on Donald. I really am not. I But this year, if we make that pick, we have Perriman, we have all these guys, you know, we have Crowder's decent, we have some good tight ends, we have Le'Veon Bell, we'll have room to wiggle now. Like, this is the year for Sam Donald. E- either way, if we take Judy or we take the lineman, like, He's getting a great pick to help him. We're not picking defense for the first time ever, so shows yours, Sam. Don't get mono. Don't get mono. Don't get Corona. Uh, yeah, I mean, Corona, Corona's the 2020 mono right there. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> At uh, 12, we have the Raiders, the new Las Vegas Raiders, taking Jerry Judy. Uh, wide receiver from Alabama. Dave, I think this one was you. Yeah, this one's simple. Uh Wide receiver and cornerback are their two biggest needs, and taking uh, Henderson, who's the next best corner, would probably be a reach at twelve. Not that the Raiders aren't, you know, big at reaching, uh, but they would have they would in this scenario they'd have their pick of their litter at wide receiver. So I think they would they would go wide out here, and we we took Judy, who many believe is the most complete receiver, best route runner. Uh, so that's that's who they go with. And then at fourteen or thirteen, rather, Sully, you uh, you went C.D. Lamb going to the 49ers, wide receiver from Oklahoma. Obviously, good yeah, choice there. They're looking for that. This was a tough one. They they might trade out of it. I'm hearing the, I'm hearing everything's available in San Fran. The thirteenth, the thirty one, D. Ford, K. Juan Alexander. I don't really know what they're doing. They try to free up cap space, so I do know what they're doing. But then they want to get rid of picks, so it's a little confusing. Um, it would be tantal. It would be very tantalizing to take Henry Ruggs if he's available. Obviously, 
Um, but Debo Samuel's a burner as well. So I think C.D. Lamb is more of a red zone, 50-50 ball, jump up and get it with a lot of speed too. Um, you know, replacing Emmanuel Sanders would, would be a huge upgrade over Emmanuel Sanders both this year and long term. Um, I think C.D. Lamb's the third best receiver personally, but he definitely is produced with three different quarterbacks. He pr- produced with Baker Mayfield. Uh, who's the other one? I'm thinking um, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and who's the one that? Oh, and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. So all three of those guys, obviously, all promising quarterbacks. Uh, you know, very friendly offensive system, but he produced exceptionally with all three. So the the second, you know, the secondary in those defenses in the in that conference is terrible. That's my only concern with him. Um, out there in Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, they, we don't play much defense. So, But I think they want someone to complement Debo's speed. I think they want a, someone to go up and get the red zone and take pressure off Kittle because they definitely need a receiver. But they could go Kinlaw if Kinlaw is available there as well. I think that's the other pick if they do take it. If Javon Kinlaw isn't taken at ninth, um, they could take Kinlaw as their replacement for, for – uh, that's how they, they received the 13th pick by unloading DeForest Buckner's huge contract to the Colts. So it would be a cheaper option there. But So Kinlaw or uh, receiver, but I think they go Lamb. You made the next pick, too, for the Bucks. Who'd you yes. go with? Andrew Thomas, uh, tackle Georgia, like Dave was saying, he's very, very good. Um, you know, it is an ideal situation if the Bucks get him there uh, to pair with Gronk blocking. Um it's just it's their weakness. It's their biggest weakness is their offensive line and their uh, inability to run the ball. I mean, they don't need to run the ball down people's throats, but they just need to be respectable enough. I don't like Ronald Jones, but they need to get at least three and a half, four, four, five, four and a half yards here and there to you know block up, break up the pass rush against Brady, who's obviously pretty stationary at this point. So if they get any tackle, they're taking a tackle, in my opinion, and I think Thomas. Has a good shot. Thomas or Becton will probably be there. I think they're, they'll get Thomas, though. So, And then, uh, Dave, at 15, you went Henry Ruggs third from Alabama going to the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's the – John Elway loves his big-arm quarterbacks. Why not uh, draft a guy that his big-arm quarterback can't even out-throw? Uh, Henry Ruggs, fastest receiver. He's also the last available of the top three at this point. So I think it's only it's not only convenient that he's the one available, but I think he's probably the best fit in what they want to do. Good burner compliment to Cortland Sutton on the other side, and Fant up the middle. So Rugs is Rugs is the pick here. You know we've also heard Elway wants to trade up to ensure he gets his guy. We don't know who that guy is, but I think Rugs will fit in well there. Love it, and Sully, you picked it. 16 for the Falcons. What'd you go with? Clavon, uh, Clavon Chasen, uh, edge out of LSU. Uh, A lot of LSU players getting uh, taken in the first round on, on defense. Uh, You know, the Falcons definitely, definitely need another pass rusher. They did acquire uh, Dante Fowler Jr. And they let uh, Vic Beasley go walk in free agency to the Titans. So, um, they need another nice edge to get pressure on the quarterback. I think it's a be a great combination. Uh, Jason, very athletic uh, to go with Fowler. Even Fowler's even more athletic. 
So, you know, they lost a lot of pieces. They dumped a lot of money, and then, you know, they lost. It was a weird, weird offseason. You know, they let a pass rusher go, bring in another one. It's a little better. They, you know, let Trufant go. They let uh, Devontae Freeman go, bring back Gurley. Rams are still paying some of that. So they're they're kind of trying to win on the fly as well because Matt Ryan's get up there in age. But, you know, the offense isn't something you need to worry about. It's really the defense. The defense took a huge uh, drop-off. They still have Deion Jones um, manning the middle of middle of the linebacking core. So I think this is this is the pick they go. They need another pass rusher. Love it. And then uh, I picked for the Cowboys at 17. One with Xavier McKinney out of Alabama. Um, they need another safety. The Cowboys. They needed. They need to do some work on that defense. This would be a good spot to get. Um, probably one of the best safeties from the SEC. I think he ninety-five tackles last year. He's playing against the best competition in football, and he's one of the top ones in the co- top safeties in the conference. So why not? Why not go to Dallas? Why not have him them pick him up? They got Ha Ha Clinton Dix from. Um, <laughs> was he still on the Packers last year? No, you're on the Bears. Right, that's right, that's right. He went. But went, the, went you know, they might not need him if they trade for Jamal Adams because you know Jamal <sighs> Adams wants a million dollars. But actually, the Cowboys don't really have a chance to get him because the Cowboys don't ha- barely have money, and yeah, uh, after paying, they're not going to pay uh, him twenty million. What he yeah. wants? Because what they but, ended up franchising Dak, right? Well, yeah, but he hasn't signed it yet, so technically he's not an employee of the Cowboys. Oh, uh-huh, that's right. So technically, it's not even a holdout. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. And then I picked again at eighteen the Dolphins with their uh, pick from Pittsburgh. I uh, said Josh Jones, the offensive tackle out of Houston. Uh, I mean, Dolphins. They need a strong O line. They need a force team to respect their play action. Otherwise, they're going to get nowhere. Especially if they're going to be going with a new quarterback. They're definitely going to want the run to be incorporate into their game so sure enough that o-line is only going to help them if they get Tua, they're obviously going to want to protect Tua. so again the o-line i think aside from a quarterback is going to be their second priority so best available right now for them would be josh jones the way we got it playing out and then uh dave you picked for the raiders at 19 yeah this was kind of the first like little splash i tried to make and mix it up and get away from the consensus uh despite needing a cornerback and uh Henderson on the board here at 19 in his range got the Raiders taking uh, quarterback of the future Jordan Love. Uh, it's no secret that they've been souring on David Carr recently, or just David Carr, Derek Carr. Um, so I think it's just a matter of time before he finds his way out of now Las Vegas. He's got I think three years left in his deal, maybe two, but definitely at least two. Uh, so. Love isn't going to be ready to start right away, and it's not like Derek Carr is completely sorry. He's certainly shown he can be a, a top 15 NFL quarterback in this league when he, when he's playing well. So they have they have time and wiggle room in that aspect, even though they might want to get out of Carr's contract now or sooner rather than later. He's not going to be, you know, this isn't necessarily a Ryan Fitzpatrick situation where he could potentially be awful despite having moments. Um so yeah, I think it's a perfect landing spot for Love, big arm, athletic, has a ceiling just Pair as high with Judy. as Pair with Jerry Judy and exactly. Jacobs too. Yeah, um, I mean, and it's he's got just as high of a ceiling as anyone if he's if he's healthy and pans out the way people projecting him to. Uh, so we'll we'll see, but yeah, first big splash tried to make and Raiders taking Jordan Love. Love it, and then uh, I went again at twenty for the Jags with their pick from the Rams. 
And uh, obviously, D-tackle being one of their biggest needs. Uh, Jalen Ramsey no longer on the team, so they're going to need another DB. So uh, I went with Christian Fulton from LSU. Um, again, it's going to be one of their top priorities. Guys, pretty quick. I think he ran a 4-4-5 or 4-4-6-40. Um, I mean, he just won a national championship. That defense was a huge part of their success. So I think he can play against the best competition there is in college football. He'd probably fit in well on the Jags' defense, be another young stud DB for them to hopefully hold on to this time. We'll see about that. Yeah, we know how that goes. But your your boy's out there now. Coughlin's out, right? Yeah, he's done. Yeah, it's crazy. So maybe things will change a little bit. But then, uh, Sully, did you go at 21 for the Eagles? Yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's another no-brainer if he's there, like like. Dave was saying with Brown and with the Panthers. Uh, Justin Jefferson to the wide receiver at LSU had 18 touchdowns to the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles, I know they were trying to shop Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Nelson Aguilar walked uh, to the Raiders. He'll probably be the third or fourth. You know, fans are very happy he's gone, obviously. He had some moments, Aguilar, but they have really no one. They have uh, Greg Ward Jr., who was decent. They have the two tight ends in, in Goddard and uh, Ertz, who I love, but they need they need another receiving threat on the outside. Jeffrey's always banged up, I feel like. He's always hurt, hamstring, whatever. He's always hurt. Jeffrey's like much, he's probably only 30. He's a lot old. He plays a lot older than his age. They need a guy, and Justin Jefferson's primarily in the slot, but he can play out wide. 18 touchdowns last year. I mean, we know Burrow had the sick year, but playing in the playing against teams like Alabama, playing against great defenses. Uh, 18 touchdowns is extremely significant. So if in any of the draft, uh, I think Jefferson is a no-doubt fifteen top 15 pick. But being that there's three stud receivers, um, I don't think Jefferson's as far behind as some people think. But Maybe I Atlanta could take him at 16 so they could actually have some passing touchdowns to the outside receivers. <laughs> then they would have they would have uh, I no, mean if if Justin Jefferson came in and had 15 receiving TDs that put them at 17 18 receiving TDs on the year yeah when you add in Julio's total yeah whole two there three but uh, yeah I think I think Justin Jefferson's the guy they want I don't think they should trade up I think they should sit right packed and and take Jefferson if he's there. If he's not there, um, you know, they could trade back. They could they could take Ayuk. Uh, he's another good wide receiver. T. Higgins, I think it's a little too early, but I think Jefferson's the pick. Then, Dave, you picked for the Vikings at 22? I did. Uh, this is the, I think the Vikings are in a very similar position to the Raiders in the sense that they both have two first-round picks and they both have needed wide receiver and cornerback. We had the Raiders passing on Henderson, so I think the, the Vikings take Henderson loving this pick, uh, falling right into their lap. People have him, Some people have him going to 12 to the Raiders, so to get him at 22, that's just kind of how our mock draft fleshed out. If I'm the Vikings, I turn that card in, you know, the second they announce Justin Jefferson's name at 21. Yeah, I love it. The uh, yeah, Then we have the Pats at 23. I took care of this one. Um, uh, obviously, defense and quarterback are going to be two things that they need to address. 
We're not sure if they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence or what they're going to be doing for the quarterback. So I think first round their pick is going to go towards the defense. Just losing Kyle Van Noy to the Dolphins. So not just losing him, but losing him to someone in division. Losing Deron Harmon at safety. We have some holes in our defense now, but I think they're going to have to go linebacker here because our only um, actual starter is Dante Hightower. We lost Jamie Collins as well, so Brandon King and Jawan Bentley are our other two starting linebackers in the depth chart right now. So I think they're going to go Kenneth Murray uh, out of Oklahoma. I don't know if I said that or not already, but he's another stud, had 95 tackles and um, four sacks. He's only a junior, so he's pretty young, but I mean, he's another guy who could come in here and be a staple of that defense, come and make a, make a point like Dante Hightower right out of Alabama when he came in. Become a defensive leader. Stay in there. I mean, without the linebackers, we're fucked. If we can't stop the run, we're fucked. So I think that's probably what the Pats going to go with first. Um, then I had the Saints also at 24. I think they're going to take Trayvon Diggs out of Alabama, the cornerback. Um, I mean, if it weren't for Emmanuel Sanders, maybe they would have gone wide receiver here. But now they have Emmanuel Sanders. No real need to go for a wide receiver in the draft. They'll probably go for the cornerback first. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, they need to shore up their defense a little bit too. We know the offense is going to be there with the Saints. They can hang with anybody. They can go hang 50. So well, defense is going to be the priority there for them. And now with Emmanuel Sanders, that's going to be such another fun team to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, who went 25 for the Vikings? I did. Uh, and unlike with the Raiders, I didn't ignore the second position of need. Uh, I went with what most people consider the next best wide receiver on the board, Denzel Mims, another speedster uh, out of Baylor, similar to Stefan Diggs in a lot of ways. Uh, and he's uh, the obvious guy they need to replace. Not saying you need to get a doppelganger in there anytime you lose somebody, but Diggs was a really solid wide receiver, really great wide receiver at his best. So, you know, if you can replicate some of that, it clearly worked with it within their offense. So Denzel Mims is the pick here. And then, uh, surprise, surprise, I went again at 26 uh, for the Dolphins with their pick from Houston. So their third pick in the first round, if they hold on to all these, uh, I don't think they'll waste these picks. They know that this is a great chance for them to really get going on the rebuild. The division is kind of in disarray right now no one really knows i mean it looks like the bills and the jets are going to be the best two teams this year but who knows i mean down the stretch the dolphins what ended up going five and eleven last year they proved that they could win games so they had to finish out yeah yeah I mean, you know so yeah so they finished five and eleven go five and four in the last nine uh i think they're gonna go aj uh epineza the edge rusher from iowa uh, i think that'd be a really smart move if he's still available at this point which it looks like he will be uh, we had them taking a uh, taking Jones, the offensive tackle, and then obviously Tua, so I think that addresses three of their biggest needs there. If they go with an edge rusher, um, he's definitely the best available. That would be a steal at 26. Um, and then 27, was that you, Sully, for Seattle? Yeah, I have them taking uh, Austin Jackson, uh, offensive tackle from out of USC. Uh, this is a tough pick. This is one of the toughest picks, I think. Um, with the J.D. Von Clowney situation, they don't really know if they need another pass rusher. They got a pass rusher from the uh, Raiders. He had seven sa- He had seven of their 13 sacks. I'm trying to think of his name. He was a low-key uh, player, good pickup for them. And they re-signed Bruce Ar- or they, they got 
they did Bruce Irvin. They signed him. Where was Bruce Irvin? I'm trying to think. He was on the team, and then they he was on a team, and then he went somewhere else, and then they. Oh, uh, he was they, with Carolina. With Carolina, Bruce Irvin's a very solid player. I, it, the word isn't re-signed because he wasn't with them, but come back to them. Yeah. Um, so they do have some pass rushers, but no one of Clowney's capability. Uh, they need uh, they need they need an offensive tackle, possibly an interior lineman. They need a lot of help on the line, and Russell Wilson can't bail them out. You know, ever you know, seven times seven of their. Yeah, seven of their whatever, 11, 12 wins are literally from Russell Wilson. They're a four or five win team without him. They need to get him some help. Austin Jackson could be a little bit of a reach here. Um, you know, so I, I think I think he's a possibility. I think the other guy is Cesar Ruiz that they could take for Michigan, who plays center and uh, guard, a little more versatility. Um, they, they just could use help across across the line, and I think it's the safe pick. Um just take a lineman. They, they got rid of George Fant, who was like the sixth lineman to the Jets, and they ended up getting Brandon Shell, who's worse. He wasn't good. I don't know why they signed him to a decently big contract. So they still need help at tackle with, after sending, signing Shell, who I don't don't think is good. So Austin Jackson out of USC, 27. And you went 28 as well, right? Yeah, 28. I went Patrick Queen. Uh, a lot of people have him going to the Ravens here. Really was tempted to go T. Higgins here because the Ravens don't have a big-bodied wide receiver. They have Marquise Brown, who's a speed, who's a burner, but uh, they really haven't had any receiving threats. So I'm, I, I think they'll be very tempted to go wide receiver. I won't be shocked if they go T. Higgins, but they need someone to replace C.J. Mosley from a year ago when he went to the Jets. Um, they need someone to to fill to be a leader and to lead that linebacking core for the future. They have a great D line. They, you know, they got. Michael Brockers, and they got, um, what's his name, Derek Wolf, Or did, no, no, the Brockers deal fell through. Brockers deal fell through. Brockers deal fell through. So they, they got Derek Wolf and they got Calais Campbell. So Calais Campbell's a monster. He had the best pressure rate, I believe, or some, something along those lines. And then they signed Derek Wolf, who's been a very good player for the Broncos, even for, through the Super Bowl years. Um, so D-line set. The secondary, they re-signed Jimmy Smith. They have a good secondary. Uh, it's the middle of that defense that needs and and Patrick Queen's a leader. He's a ball hawk. Uh, really, really good. Very. What did he have? Thirteen tackles for a loss or so. Uh, he definitely can help them against the run. So, very good overall player in Queen for a very defensive minded team. And uh, Jones, you picked at twenty nine for Tennessee. Yeah, uh, you know, Sully mentioned that. Clowney could end up here, uh, but an edge rusher still. I think that's obviously more uh, pop. It might happen more likely to happen if if my pick doesn't come true. But we got them going uh, with Yeter Gross Matos out of Penn State. Um, another Big Ten kid going up against arguably the best offensive lineman in the country in the in the Big Ten with you know your boys from Wisconsin and Iowa. Uh, but yeah, I mean the kid's got a ton of raw talent, super athletic. Definitely needs some some work, but you know he you can't really teach the type of physicality he has. So it, it feels like he's one of those kids that'll be decent by default, um, and he fits a need for the Titans here. Can't teach tough. 
And then you picked a 32, right, for I the did. Packers? I did. Uh, yeah, I'm going with T. Higgins here. The Packers finally get a legitimate compliment to Devontae Adams that they've been needing for a few years. Uh, give Rodgers as many weapons as you can while you have this, you know, two to four year window of his his still elite level play. Um, so yeah, Clemson, T. Higgins, you know, there are obviously some question marks. You're not getting the guy at thirty, but he was he was the number one receiver on one of the best teams in the country for three years. You know, so I think it, it, it he had his fair share of amazing moments. He, I'll take a Clemson wide receiver. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, they and yeah. they've certainly got a good pedigree. So yeah, you know, Clem T. Higgins a pick here, and I think it's a perfect pick for the Packers. Yeah, and I had uh, at 31, I had for the 49ers, uh, Antoine Winfield, the safety out of Minnesota. Um, he's a dual-threat guy, can play cornerback and safety. Uh, the 49ers secondary is definitely uh, lacking, to say the least. I mean, Richard Sherman being really their top guy, that he's he's middle of the pack at best at this point in his career, going into his last year of his contract. So he's not going to be there for the foreseeable future after this year. They're going to need someone to come in. Hopefully that they can keep in the system and um, build up. And uh, Winfield just seems like he's that guy. He seems like he's going to be that guy for whatever team he ends up on. So this would be a great pick for them here at 31. And then uh, Jones, you had the last pick for Kansas City at 32. Yeah, uh, I think you know Super Bowl teams who are returning most of their starters usually don't have too many holes or needs. But needless to say... Uh, the, the chiefs do need an upgrade at running back you know, Damon Williams definitely performed admirably last year, but I believe he's on the older side, 27 maybe, or is going to be 27 by the time the year starts. Seven. Uh, so, you know, today's running, unless you're an all time great running back that, you know, he's only got a couple more years left and it's not like he was blowing people out of the water. You know, he was very good, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything we haven't seen before from the likes of him. So I have them taking a running back, and I think Jonathan Taylor's the most complete. He he put up ridiculous numbers flat out in Wisconsin uh, in a place that, yes, runs the ball a lot, but also has very good offensive and defensive lines. So it wasn't necessarily the craziest thing. And he also proved he can be a pass catcher last season. Uh, I think he had five receiving touchdowns. So I think he's a real do-it-all back, and I think – Andy Reid would find a great way to put him to the best use possible. DeAndre Swift is the other option here, but I, I personally would take Taylor over Swift. I think he's got a little more of an NFL body. I like it. I like it. And that is our mock first round draft. You can read um, the whole detailed article on the website, uh, bleacherfan.com. So go check that out. Uh, make sure you check out all the socials. Also hit the store. I am wearing my Bleacher Fan sweatshirt right now. Couldn't be, couldn't be more comfortable. Couldn't be higher quality. We love that shit. So go to the store and check that out. A lot of great stuff in there. A lot of team-centric stuff. A lot of Bleacher Fan fucking swag. Go get that. Uh, and until next week, we will hope that something crazy happens again before the podcast starts. We have stuff to talk about. But next week, we'll break down the uh, the draft. We'll see how that went. Uh, everyone enjoy that this weekend. You know, a little bit, a little taste of sports to get you through this quarantine time and we will see you next week.